On the cloudy day of June 6, 1944, Operation Overlord, better known as D-Day, started. Preparation had lasted for months, but it was all worth it, because in the end, Harris was back in Allied hands. Today, we are joined by James Walker, one of the survivors of D-Day. He's a Canadian pilot that went on several reconnaissance missions and played a major role in the overall success of D-Day. Firstly, can you tell us a bit about the preparations and reconnaissance? Thank you for having me. Of course I can. So, one of my first scouting journeys was when I took pictures of the Atlantic Wall, which at the time, we didn't know existed. I got on my Spitfire in the morning and set off. I would start at Normandy and go along the coast eastward until I got to Calais. Then I would return across the English Channel. As soon as the land of France was visible to me, I could see what looked like concrete bunkers lining the shores of the country. I kept going up the shore, and these bunkers never left my horizon. They were endless. Eventually, I took some photos and headed back to England, where me and the boys had been training for months. We decided to go to Normandy instead of Calais, because they wouldn't expect it. That's great. Your journey sounds very interesting. I heard as well about some techniques that were used to create inaccurate readings on German radar. Can you tell us about that? So on June 5th, the day before D-Day, the RAF dropped metal strips. And what this did was it messed with the German radar and gave inaccurate readings. It looked as, as if there could be hundreds of planes approaching, or just one. So on D-Day, on June 6th, what happened from your point of view in the morning? So in the morning, we were explained the mission from Colonel Ramsey. He said there would be five beaches we would land at. Canadian troops would land at Juneau, the Americans at Omaha and Utah, finally the British at Sword and Gold. Our objective was to take the beach and reunite with the British on the east and west before midnight. When the battle happened, we took the beach, but did not end up reuniting before midnight. It took a bit longer than expected. But when the battle actually occurred, what happened and what could you see? It was a very cloudy day, but we had to work through it. I could see the boats with the soldiers pulling up to the beach. The soldiers had to go through the water before they actually made it to the beach, so a lot of people sadly lost their lives before the battle even started. The water was tinted red with blood. We pushed up the beach, taking as much space as we could, and before I knew it, we, were, we already had the beach and were pushing even further. We won the battle. It's so sad that many people lost their lives in this battle. However, it was the start of what led to the downfall of the Germans. So that concludes this episode of the, of, the, of the History Podcast. Next week, we are joined by another Canadian pilot in his experience in the POW camps in Burma. Thank you for listening.